Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by Chartered Work and organisational psychologist Leisha McGrath. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very good. Thank you for joining us once again. You attended FemQ Summit in France. Tell us what exactly is FemQ? So FemQ is a a movement, I guess. Um, I attended, as you say, a summit the week before last in Strasbourg, France. It was the sixth international summit. Um, And what FemQ is talking about, as a psychologist, as you you mentioned that I am, I've spent decades assessing IQ and EQ, all the different types of intelligence. This is FemQ, female intelligence, and how we can bring our female intelligence to solve the problems of the world. Now, just in case this turns anyone off, this is not a gendered concept by any manner or means. We all have both male and female type intelligences within us. And really what we're what we're trying to do within within this movement is to bring more balance into the world. What were some of the topics that were being covered at it? Um, So we heard from so many different people. The event was over three days. Now, I was only able to stay for two, Mm -hmm. but um, we heard from people that were social entrepreneurs. um, Karen Downs, who was one of the co-founders, was telling us about her work um, since 1995, helping women who, a project called the Hunger Project. So helping people um, in in impoverished parts of the world to actually, you know that phrase, teach a man to fish, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So bringing people, they're not talking about empowering women so much as now, now talking about resourcing. So rather than, for example, going in with the charity model, going in with what are the things we can do to um, make use of the resources around you so that you can support yourselves. We heard from Scylla Elworthy, who's a three-time nominee, Nobel Prize, uh, peace activist. Amazing. From We heard from other women who work and run NGOs around the world, from politicians, um, the feminization of politics. We heard from people who are um, at the COP, you know, the climate Mm -hmm. um, uh, conferences. We heard from medics. We heard from people who work in trafficking. We heard, I mean, really (laughs) and truly, we heard loads of people from people who are yeah who are able to resource women hormonal experts people you know creatives philanthropists financial people in fact who are talking about this new stock exchange that apparently is going to hopefully be launched next year which is all about regenerative um economies and businesses that support you know growth and uh, regenerative uh, businesses so yeah really really interesting my mind was blown <laughs> <laughs> what does it seem from hearing from all those people are some of the mistakes we're making at the moment then? Well, I think within um, the patriarchy, the more masculine intelligences have come to the fore. So that's a lot to do with command and control, pilfering the earth's resources. Um, We know that nobody is thriving in that system, obviously not women, but neither the men. And really what we're trying to do um, and and these people who've been working, you know, it was new to me, but these people who've been working working in it for so long um, is to build a new system so it's not about trying to put more women into a broken system it's actually about recreating how we do work how we do life and it's already happening and that was such a, a real moment of hope for me when I when I sat and listened and and had lots of conversations with these people and um, there's so much already happening around the world for some reason we're not necessarily hearing about it in the mainstream media but there are so many wonderful people doing so many projects the world over and it's not new and 
you know, I, I suppose it's really a shift in lens in terms of how we think about things and how we approach the problems that we're facing in these unprecedented times. What are some of the areas we need to look at or what are the some of the aspects we need to bring in that we're kind of forgetting about? Well, you know, the male intelligence, as I was saying, is of that kind of command control binary crease. Let's yeah. get things done. And there's a role for that. It's super important. But we're not really we haven't up until today, up to date, um, really been focusing on the more female intelligences of networking, of relationships, of, um, you know, rest and digest, of of dreaming in, of creativity, of a less binary world. And what we need to do is bring that in. So we need to in in all areas of life. So as I say, we heard from, um political activists we heard from people at the forefront of climate we heard from people who are uh, working with with trafficking so really there's so much um that we can do there's really no part of our society how we live how we work that we can't start to look at differently when we bring in this more balanced approach of both the female and and male intelligences which as i say all genders have within them and what would be the hope would be the changes once these are brought in or, yeah, being brought into things? Well, I suppose the changes would be would be many. Um, we would arrest the uh, the climate issue. We would stop, you know, uh, and minimize the effect of what's gone on already. We create uh, businesses and political systems that um, promote mental health and physical health and you know uh you know safety and well-being for all uh that that how we are i suppose in our home life how we resource ourselves how we connect with each other everything would be quite different um and really coming at things less from a i need to control and manipulate and own and rather into the how do we make uh decisions like the indigenous for example take decisions seven generations out how does this decision you know impact seven generations out so if we can start to think in a different way and harnessing both our intelligences what we know will happen is there will be systemic change across all areas of 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 how we live how we work um and 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 obviously as i say the planet piece is is front and center within that it's quite interesting how we've all kind of fallen into a certain way of doing things that now we're kind of having to relearn and and try new things as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess this was uh, uh, the patriarchy was a system, if you call it, somebody was referring to it as an experiment when we mm -hmm. were there. We know as an experiment, it hasn't gone the way that, you know, maybe it had hoped. Yeah. Um, but, you know, women haven't been absent. We've maybe been invisible in some of these places, but actually we've been still doing work in the community and the families um, and obviously more and more in the workplace now. So there's a lot of hope that um, these changes are already happening so it, I think it's really healthy and hopeful to know that there's a lot of this stuff already going on and and to be able to, um, yeah, get involved and, and start to understand that just because this is the system we inherited doesn't mean we have to keep it that way. We know, you know, everybody knows that it's not working. Um, but I suppose for me, I had come to a lot of these conclusions myself and in my own uh, work and my own little patch of land here in Dublin. But I, you know, it was just so amazing to hear from people who are working in these global NGOs, who founded these things, who are working on the inside of these big political systems, um, you know, commercial systems like the stock exchange piece, all of these 
um, programs and projects that are going on around the world. It is changing already, just more than we know. Leisha McGrath, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about the work of FEMQ. Thank you so much for having me.